CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. And great to have you with us as the most important midterm elections in our lifetimes wind down. Three days till Election Day. And it looks like it's going our way, the way of truth and justice and, of course, the American way. We've been highlighting some of the great Republican candidates out there this year. And today we're talking with a great American, Kelly Cooper. Kelly is a family man, Marine veteran, a terrific entrepreneur who worked his way up from dishwasher to owning three restaurants. And he's now running for the U.S. Congress from the 4th District in Arizona. Here with us now is Kelly Cooper. Welcome to the Great America Show, Kelly. Congratulations on your campaign. You're in a battle, but you've pulled ahead now. Give us a sense of where your campaign is and your outlook in these final days leading up to Election Day. Man, everything. First of all, thanks for having me. It's such a great day. It's such a great week. America has such a bright future if we continue to do the things that we're doing in in this election cycle. You know, for me, the campaign is looking amazing. Uh, it's been a long, hard uphill battle. Uh, I was told from day one that uh, I couldn't do any of this. Uh, but I think the people here in my district recognize the need for change. They see uh, a businessman with military background that wants to come in here and fix the issues that we're facing. And so we're tied right now. And I think when, when the voting is all said and done, that we're going to be up um, convincingly. And we're going to move into a, a position here where we get to make some real positive change for, for not only just Arizona, but for America as well. The numbers look amazing right now nationwide in Arizona. Uh, every uh, every contest, uh, and including several that the Republicans weren't supposed to have a chance at all, uh, are, as the saying used to go, uh, tighter than a tick. Uh, I, I love what's happening in the country. It's looking now, real clear politics, looks looks like we're going to see as many as 50 seats in the House. If these projections are right by real clear politics, 50 seats gained in the House and as many as four seats uh, in the Senate. And, of course, <laughs> I would love to see that number doubled, but uh, we'll see what happens. And we'll all obviously take what uh, comes our way. Give us, I, I mean, you're in one of the toughest uh, places in Arizona uh, that you could be Maricopa County. It is uh, it is a very complicated little county because you've got a Republican establishment and you've got uh, leftist Dems driving politics there. Uh, give us an idea of how you are navigating that extraordinarily uh, tricky channel. Well, that's a great question. Uh, I think. <laughs> couple of things. My opponent's helping out a lot. You know, Greg Stanton is so out of touch. He literally has on his campaign website that his singular focus in Congress is to make your life better and the results speak for themselves. Now, that's a quote <laughs> from, his, from his campaign website. And so what I do is I talk to people. I said, really, 
is your life better than it was two years ago? Is your life better than it was four years ago? And frankly, if that was if that was my speech on on my business pages, anybody that I was responsible to would expect me to quit. They would expect me to step down from my position. And frankly, I expect the same same thing from Greg Stanton. With the results speaking for themselves, 13% inflation and unemployment going through the roof, security is a massive problem, a wide open southern border. Uh, it's time for him to step down. It's time for him to drop out of this race. Um, but navigating it, you know, I'm talking to the people in the district. I talk to people that are struggling, and, and they see the problems. We're not talking about division. We're not talking about uh, the issues that people want to divide us on. We're talking about the issues that 80 to 90 percent of us all see as the same as the major problems that need to be addressed. I mean, I run into people that are seeing 30 percent of their 401k going away that want to retire and can't. I'm seeing people that are on Social Security that can't pay their bills. I'm seeing people at the lower end of the income bracket that can't make it to the end of the month without having to borrow or take out payday loans or um, taking out any savings they might have. This environment is awful for the people in my district, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or establishment, it doesn't matter. The issues facing all of us are the same, and we have to come together now. we got to stop calling each other names, come together for the common good, and move our country forward. I, I like uh, your spirit, and I like your uh, perspective. Uh, I, I run into, however, a rather harsh reality. I, I, I listen to a president uh, talk about Republicans as extremists. I hear him talk about a threat to the nation. Uh, in fact, I heard the President of the United States yesterday uh, accuse Republicans of everything that the Marxist Dems have become. No, you're, you're, listen, you're, you're absolutely right. And at the same time, while that's going on with Joe Biden and the mega MAGA new branding, uh, because they do evolve, but it's only evolving and calling people names, uh, that at the same time here in Arizona yesterday, you had uh, former President Obama talking about cutting down the rhetoric, talking about coming together. You know, here's what I would say. Uh, it's what I said before, and I think it's true here as well. We don't have to bring the division or the divisiveness of Joe Biden because the people that uh, voted for him see what his policies have brought. They see where we're at today. So the majority or a, a good portion of the Democrat Party and the, the establishment Republicans and the mainstream conservatives, we all see the same issues. So there's there's this group of far leftist communists with the megaphone that are trying to scream and call everybody else names and divide us. But the, the fact is, is that the majority of Americans, regardless of party affiliation, see the issues. And if we speak to them, we can come together. We don't have to fall for the rhetoric on the left. We don't have to fall for we aren't really all together because we are. At least the majority of us are. Now, there, there are some, to your exact point, that continue to persecute former presidents, that continue to try to divide us as if we all hate each other. Uh, but I, I think that most of us, most of us are, are facing the real world. And the real world, and I don't mean that as if it's not happening. I mean that as um, the people on the far left, the divisive left, is talking in their own bubble. The rest of us out here see what's really happening. We can't pay our bills. We can't buy gas. I mean, we're about to run out of diesel fuel. 
the supply chain is about to collapse if the if the rail workers strike. I mean, these are real problems, and I think Democrats are seeing them. I think independents are seeing them. I think uh, establishment Republicans are seeing them. And my campaign and my candidacy has really been about stitching all of that together moving forward and not falling for uh, the shiny object over here uh, calling us all bigots and racists. Because frankly, my opponent's done that. I'm I'm dangerous. I'm too extreme. I mean, he puts it out on kids' YouTube. I have to wake up to my third grade daughter coming in and asking me why I'm a I'm a, I'm a mega mega extremist and why I'm too dangerous for Arizona. We want to talk about not having division. How about we follow that through on the left and not be divisive? Let's talk about moving things forward. Let's talk about what we can do. Uh, in lowering gas prices, in yeah. reining in reckless spending, okay, let's do in it. fixing let's do the it. supply let's chain. It. Let's do it, Kelly. Yeah. What are you going to do about lowering gas prices? Lowering gas prices is really all about lowering regulations. Uh, it takes five to seven years just to permit for a, a, a new refinery. So we have to go back to drilling and exploration and becoming energy independents in this nation. Absolutely, brother. And and I look over here at the Democrats, and I don't see any dinos. Uh, do you know what that is? <laughs> Democrats, the name only? Yep. They're, they're locked solid together marching, and I mean they're in goose step uh, on the left. These people are authoritarian, totalitarian, and you watched the President of the United States last night talk like a fascist in 1935. Pick Italy, pick Germany, you yep. name it. That's who he was. And he was calling, I, I mean, it was the most, I shuddered. I thought his previous speech was one of the worst I'd ever heard a president utter. This was mm-hmm. the granddaddy of them all. Uh, and he has, I think, just added to the margin of victory for the Republicans in 22 uh, in these midterm elections. So, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but this is all stuff that can be done. And if the Democrats want to follow that kind of leader, if radical dim Marxists are putting people like, uh, I mean, my Lord, you're talking about Barack Obama coming to Phoenix. Uh, here yeah. you have uh, next up Kamala Harris lining up with uh, Hillary Clinton to go to New York to campaign with <laughs> Kathy Hochul. The mo- I mean, she hasn't even been in office, uh, you know, time to really get the paint. Uh, dry on her, on uh, on the door to the governor's office, and and she's yeah. one of the most corrupt ever. Uh, it's a just a, amazing to me that you're able to. Well, I I, I just I I admire your uh, spirit of cooperation, bipartisan. Well, but I uh, I don't think it's going to be reciprocated. But it's not. It's not. It, well, I totally agree with you. I don't think that it is. But I'm not talking about the legislature. I'm talking about voters. And we see this on a grand scale right now. People are abandoning the Democrat Party. People are going from independent to Republican, and they're all voting conservative. They're voting for the movement that we are pushing forward. Uh, And so no matter what Joe Biden wants to say, and I'm happy that he's doing it because, frankly, he's dividing his own party. He's sending voters our way. He's sending people to us because of the way that he's doing this. And and I I think that you would be a magnet uh, for these folks because you've got a uh, you are embracing uh, voters uh, and citizens who really want the best for themselves, their families, and this country. Uh, the latter. You're uh, absolutely right. 
the latter aspiration seems to be absent on the left part of the of the Democratic Party, but that is of no, to your point, it's a it's of no matter if uh, there are Democrats who will come to the center and think intelligently and passionately about uh, this great nation uh, and our interests as a nation and as a people. I'd like to talk to you about some of your issues here that you've been talking about, uh, including, uh, in, including uh, the the real uh, issue of education, uh, the very real mm-hmm. issue of turning this economy around and, and get your thinking uh, from your perspective there in the 4th District. Well, yeah, absolutely. So uh, educational freedom is a massive, massive uh, issue. It's... Um, the longer-term issue that has to be addressed right now, it's not talked about as frequently as it should be, uh, but the fact that we have children coming out of K through 12 that can't tell you who the president is, they can't tell you how many Supreme Court justices there are, that's a failure on our K through 12 system, not on the individual teachers, but the system. And it's why here in Arizona we have the most progressive I know that's a dirty word in in most circles, but we have the most forward-thinking educational system where the money follows the kid. They can go to a a public charter school like mine. They can go to a private school. They can go to homeschooling. They can go to a religious-based education system, and they come out of those schools with the knowledge and the information to be good citizens in this country. Right now, you don't see that coming out of K through 12 in many cases, and that's being demonstrated in the reports that just came out. Most of our, most of our proficiency levels are in the 25 to 30% range. That's unacceptable. And instead of addressing that and making our education system stronger and better, most of the time we're lowering score requirements. So it looks like our students are doing better, but point of fact is they're failing on a global scale compared to other educations in, in other nations. And if we don't fix that, all of the rest of it's going to fall by the wayside because we're being overtaken uh, by uh, stronger uh, education systems in other nations. And we, we will become a relic if we don't address that issue right now. From my standpoint, I don't care about the competition with other countries uh, because without an informed citizenry, uh, an educated citizenry, uh, we don't have an economy and we don't have a great republic mm-hmm. that can su- uh, sustain itself. Absolutely. And that's precisely why the left and these two leading teachers unions are trying to destroy this great public education system. And I love the fact that you're supporting school choice. I love the fact that you are you are wired in to the community and what is necessary for the the folks. Well, my kids are my kids are second and third grade in charter school. I mean, my daughter, uh, starting in second grade, is reciting the reciting the preamble of the Constitution at different campaign events. I mean, that's the way that our education system should be. You should have your children coming home from school and knowing reading, writing, math, and how our country was built and the founding documents of our nation. Uh, in most cases, though, that's just not that's just not where we are. And to your point, uh, this the school, the teachers unions, if you will, not the teachers, but the unions have a completely opposite view, an opposing view, where they want to be able to be in control, and it's it. It's a long term, been going on for a long period of time, but we're we're faced with the cliff today. And if we don't address it now, uh, I fear that we're going to have a, a, a longer, more challenging struggle to come out of it.
But that well, leads I, us into the economic struggles that we're having, too. Sure. And, and this economic struggle is created by none other than Joe Biden. Uh, it's the compliments mm-hmm. of Joe Biden, his Marxist dim, uh, destructive, devastating economic policies, uh, and also leaving that border wide open. Uh, he has turned over the southern border of the United States on both sides of that border. Uh, he has ceded control to the Mexican drug cartels. Uh, your thoughts on that? Well, as a Marine Corps veteran that's been all over the world, uh, I was an infantry Marine that's been all over South and Central America, Cuba, South Korea, Okinawa. I'm also a businessman. I own three restaurants here in Arizona, two of them in my district. It's why people see my campaign as the one to get behind. Because when we talk about the economic issues, when we talk about reckless spending, inflation, uh, overregulation, those are the issues that I recognize and will address. The southern border being wide open. Oh, my God. Uh, as a Marine Corps veteran, uh, I've seen it. I've stood on, on lines. I've, I've had to protect uh, walls, if you will. Uh, what we have at our southern border right now is a complete dereliction of duty. Uh, the the reckless abandon of what they've done at our southern border uh, is out of control. We have fentanyl pouring across the southern border at rates unheard of. We have unchecked migration, illegal migration coming across our southern border uh, at rates unheard of. They They are very unhelpful. And they are costing our social infrastructure massively. Our education system here in Arizona is struggling. And, and really around the country, uh, healthcare systems are, are being uh, wrecked as a result. And, and really the, the, the migrants, the illegal immigrants that are coming are being put in a humanitarian crisis themselves. They're being trafficked by uh, the Mexican drug lords, if you will, uh, the cartels. And we're all we're doing is enriching them in China. I mean, we really have to be responsible to the citizenry in this country. And that's why I'm looking forward to some real changes in our, our uh, representation and our leadership. And because if we don't close this border, <laughs> the rest of it isn't going to matter. Uh, we, we are poisoning our citizenry uh, with the irresponsibility at our southern border. Absolutely. And, uh, and that switch uh, on that border is obviously uh, under the control of Joe Biden. Uh, you know, I just love talking with you, Kelly Cooper. I, I, uh, I like uh, I like your approach. I like your uh, program, and I like your 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 perspective. Uh, I wish you the very best. We always give our guests the the last word on this uh, podcast. Uh, and with that, if you would, Kelly, uh, your concluding thoughts. Yeah, absolutely, Lou. Thank you for having me on. Uh, there's a couple of things. One, we are in. Uh, what is a true toss-up seat. It is a uh, fight all the way to the finish. So if you go to my website, kellycooperarizona.com, you can contribute, you can volunteer. Um, We are trying to get our last little bit of commercials up to make sure our messaging gets out there. Uh, And then I would say, you know, it's time for the Democrats and the independents and the establishment to see the true path forward in America and come on board and help support these races because there's one side talking about solutions and then there's one side talking about division and it's pretty clear which one's which. So it's time to move forward, America. Semper Fi and God bless. Thanks, everybody. Tomorrow we'll be talking with a candidate for attorney general in Michigan. Our guest will be Matt DiPerno, 
who's running against the incumbent Democrat for Attorney General. That's here tomorrow. Please be with us. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.